It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Two out, bases empty, outfield deep. Mezzarocco and the 1-1 pitch. And he chops it back to the mound. And it gets by the pitcher. And the shortstop picks it up and throws to first. And beats Mezzarocco by a step. And the Reds lose again. They are up and down in order in the ninth inning. And they fall 1-1 short for the second night in a row to Milwaukee. As the Brewers hang on to win this game by a score of 7-6. That is how it sounded. Marty Brenneman, Reds Radio Network on the call as the Reds drop their second in a row to the Milwaukee Brewers, 7-6. That, well, that stinks. Homer Bailey gets the loss. Uh, Struggled early, gave up three runs early. And the Reds, well, their bats responded. 3-3 after inning one. We'll we'll discuss all things Reds and recap the game here for a couple minutes. Then I want to dive into my big beef. Right now, because I have beef. That's right. Big beef with this Reds organization. And and honestly, how Jim Rickleman's managing one player. And we'll get to that coming up in just a, a couple minutes. If you missed yesterday's conversation with Chad Dotson, it's in-depth. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I think he enjoyed it, and it's worth your time. You can check it out at LockedOnReds.com. As always, you can subscribe on Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, you can find the Locked on Reds podcast, including LockedOnReds.com. Bookmark the site. It's worth your time. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Basically, what we do here is uh, give you a day-to-day look, a daily Reds fix, so to speak. And uh, we're in the middle of doing that. And let's be honest, uh, this season, the, the daily Reds fix has sucked. And I don't necessarily mean this podcast, but the Reds dropped to seven and twenty-three on the year, and now that they're hitting a little bit, had eleven hits yesterday, you feel like they were going to come around. Instead, instead of that, well, it's the other way, and and it's ah, it stinks because Josh Hader right comes in a couple days ago and gets eight strikeouts in less than three innings in the six to five win, and then yesterday Jeremy Jeffress. Came on, and there's two on base, one out, and Joey Votto strikes out. And it happens. It's a part of baseball. But those things just right now aren't going the Reds' way consistently. And you need them to. You need the, that type of stuff to happen. So now the Reds, 7-23 on the year. Homer Bailey 0-4 on the year. And it's just another another thing here. And By the way, Billy Hamilton got thrown out. And this is this is a good way to go past this because I, I don't like to if you notice I'm not going to recap the game ending by inning or day by day because you're probably watching the game if you're listening to this podcast or listening to the game if you're listening to this podcast and if you're not we'll get you up to date on it but my overall thought with this team and the thing that frustrates the hell out of me and I don't really understand why it is 
the way it is. But uh, Jesse Winker, how many at-bats did, did Jesse Winker get yesterday? One. He got one at-bat yesterday. Why? Because he was pinch-hitting. Why is Jesse Winker pinch-hitting? Why is Winker not in the lineup every single day? Why is this so difficult for the Reds to understand? Why is this so difficult for Jim Riggleman to understand? Can anyone explain that to me? He's hitting 313. His on-base percentage is 420. I don't care about any other numbers. Those are the two. You're my leadoff guy. Period. Done. End of story. I've said this a long time. I would put Votto right there at second, right behind him. And then you could put Peraza and all those guys behind them. Get guys on base. That's what I want. I want base runners. Jesse Winker gets on base. Why is he sitting? I, I, let me read this. And, and this is uh, from CBS Sports, the, the Rotowire staff. They post all the fantasy baseball updates. Winker's absence from the lineup is baffling. As the Reds are facing a right-hander in Chase Anderson and Winker is batting 305 with the team-best 414 on-base percentage this season. Yes, even better than Joey Votto's mark. Unfortunately, it seems interim manager Jim Riggleman will continue with this outfield rotation for the time being instead of seeing what Winker can do every day with playing time. But why? What the hell are you doing? It's not just like we're saying, oh, put the 24-year-old in because he's 24 and he's going to be part of the future. Then That's not the case. It's not the case. He's also the best player. <laughs> like, Jesse Winker is better than Billy Hamilton. He's better than Adam Duvall. He's better than Scott Shebler at the role that he's in. So why not give Jesse Winker the the start every single day if he needs a rest day here and there just because he's young and he hasn't dealt with the ins and outs of every single day having to play 162 games fine but this sitting him twice a week nonsense is exactly that it's nonsense and if you want people like hardcore fans reds like like the hardcore fans to buy into the rebuild talk and that's who you've already lost the casual fan like they're gone. They're you know, they'll go to games, but they're gone. They're not going to follow every Reds move, pay attention to everything Jim Riggleman is doing. No, they'll go to the games and enjoy some hot dogs, enjoy pretzel or popcorn and a beer and that's fine. I, I love all of that stuff at the ballpark. But like hardcore baseball guy sees this and wonders what the hell you're doing. Jesse Winker's walked fifteen times. Winger has 26 hits in 27 games. What? What? Why isn't he in? Why isn't he in? I, I'll wait. Go ahead. Especially when Adam Duvall is hitting a whopping 170. On base percentage, whew, he's killing it, 257. That's very, that's Billy Hamilton-esque right there. What the hell are you doing? And why the hell is that the case? And that's fine if you you like Billy Hamilton in center or if you okay, then play Billy that day. But ultimately, you got a guy in Billy Hamilton who's had more at bats than Jesse Winker, and I know Winker was dinged up for a little bit there. But Hamilton's hitting one eighty seven. His on base percentage is two eighty eight. 
Why would he ever hit leadoff ahead of Jesse Winker? Ever, 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 ever. Why would he ever do that? Ever. I'm not talking about once, but ever. Why is that ever an option? I get it. You want him in the lineup? Then sit Duvall. For some reason, you want Duvall and Hamilton in the lineup? Fine. Then you're sitting Shebler. Jesse Winker is the man. He's the man in the present. He's the man of the future. Groom him to be exactly that. Get him the at-bats that he needs. I want him to overcome all that stuff. Get all the kinks out. So next year, when we're doing this podcast, the day before opening day, or a week before opening day, or three weeks before opening day, we can say, boom, book Jesse Winker and book him. He's going to hit 300. He's going to have a high on-base percentage. Fully confident that him and Joey Votto are going to bring giant at-bats, bring giant sticks to the ballpark every single day. That's what I want. And instead, we're doing this ring around the the platoon. Uh, I don't get it. I was going to say ring around the rosy, and that's how it feels. It feels like a child's game where everyone needs to play a certain amount. That's not the case. Hell, in Little League, and I'm not bragging here, but I was really good in Little League. Baseball was probably my best sport. I took years off and still made the the high school team and and played relatively well junior and senior year. And it's one of those things where I remember in Little League, like if I had gotten benched, right, for someone else, one of these Little Leaguers who couldn't field a ground ball, what would have pissed me off? I wonder how Jesse Winker's feeling looking around the clubhouse when his on-base percentage is better than the best player on the team, when up until, and I have to ch- confirm this, but he, he had the most walks on the team. He was tied with Joey Votto. I'll check on Joey Votto's walks right now. Point being, it's silly. It's insane that they're treating him this way. And as of now, Votto has... All right, so he has passed Winker walks-wise. But probably because Winker has 20-something less at-bats... Because he's sitting out on days like yesterday. He doesn't have the opportunity to get on base as much. In all seriousness, it's, it's nonsense. It's, it is completely ridiculous that that's happening. I wouldn't do that in Little League. Sit Billy, the kid who's eat, chewing on his boogers in right field for the other kid who can't field a ground ball. Don't sit your best player. Right now, Jesse Winker is their best leadoff man. He should be hitting leadoff every single day it's reds it's brewers and a final uh the final game of a three-game series tonight at great american ballpark and luis castillo on the mound for the reds today uh it's 710 710 start here and it'll be interesting with castillo because castillo's a guy who's struggled a decent amount and you wonder how long until we see the guy that we expected to see how long is it going to be? Just looking at his stats here, I mean, they are not what we wanted. I don't think anyone expected him to be this. 7.85 ERA, 1-3 start to the year. He's pitched 28 and two-thirds innings. He's given up 35 hits. That's not expected. Last year, he gave up 64 hits in 89 innings, 89 and a third innings. Didn't have a bunch of wins. His ERA was around three, just above three. Three and seven last year. Started fifteen games. This year, through six starts, well, he's 
averaging less than five innings a start. That can't happen, and hopefully it changes tonight. Because if this team, if we're going to feel good about this team moving forward, and, and yesterday we talked to Chad Dotson about this, you need to have multiple guys to feel good about. Not, we feel good about Tyler Malley and what he's done. Homer Bailey hasn't been awful. He's been eh, overall this year. Luis Castillo, they need him to be good. And right now he's been the opposite of good. And that can't be the case if these Reds, if we're going to feel good about them moving forward. The Reds, 7-23 and 23 on the year. Looking for win number 8. Looking at the National League Central standings. They're ten and a half back. Chicago Cubs in first. They're tied with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, the Cubs have a, a higher winning percentage, but uh, neither one is a game back. It's it's weird when it's like this and it's so close. So the Cubs are sixteen and eleven. Milwaukee is eighteen and thirteen. St. Louis sixteen and twelve. Pittsburgh seventeen and thirteen. St. Louis and Pittsburgh are a half game back. The Reds, well, they're right there. Just 10 and a half back, 30 games into the year. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Reds podcast. Am I crazy with the Jesse Winker thing? Will you just play the man? I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. I uh, I have my laptop. I have a microphone. I'm going out of town for a wedding later today. I hope to still record podcast from re- the remote location that I will be at. That is the goal. Um, it is... Wednesday morning now. I hope to record one tomorrow morning and get you caught up on all things Reds. Recap what happens tonight with Luis Castillo at Great American Ballpark. You can subscribe on Twitter or subscribe on Twitter. You can follow on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked on Reds. Subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, check out LockedOnReds.com because every single podcast is there. A bunch of articles are there for your reading pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 